Hi everyone, welcome back to Life is Love School. Today's topic is, what are the issues you'll run into if you're dating somebody with lower self-esteem? Now you might ask, why would I be in a relationship with somebody with lower self-esteem? Some of the common reasons are if you're dating somebody who has a insecure attachment style. So in this world, roughly 50% of people have the insecure attachment style. This means that they crave love. However, fundamentally, they believe that love is not available to them. So they're either clinging and trying to grasp for love, and that's the style of the anxiously attached, or they actually ironically push love away, which is the style of the dismissive avoidant because the dismissive is thinking, well, I'm not gonna get it anyways, I might as well push it away so I don't have the pain of rejection. The other reason that people can get into a relationship with somebody with lower self-esteem is they actually proactively choose somebody with lower self-esteem because they grew up with parents that are over-controlling, domineering, and potentially even violent. So if you survived a childhood being raised by tyrant parents, you might be so afraid of repeating the past that you go all the way to the other side and you pick up somebody who is really meek, who is very passive, who maybe lacks courage, can't speak up, and you actually erroneously view that type of people as safe. So there are multiple reasons, but these are two of the very common reasons why somebody might actually find somebody with lower self-esteem as attractive. A third reason is that you grew up also in trauma situations, but you are the hero child. You are the rescuer child. You're supposed to make everything feel better. Everybody feel better. So when you see somebody that's not doing well, who has low confidence, low self-esteem and down under, you actually want to pick them up and you want to fix them, want to make their life better. So then you also might choose them. So there are many reasons why you might end up there, but I want to just in this video outline, some of the common issues that people run into when they are with somebody with a lower self-esteem. If you're new to this channel, please like and subscribe so you'll get all the updates. Plus, it's a great way to support our channel and get our message to people who need to hear it. My name is Yumei Chain and I'm the founder of Life is Love School. In this channel, we teach you essential skills to live a happier and healthier life. And I especially focus on relationship skills because complex trauma happens in abusive relationships. It's also healed in healthy and nourishing relationships. So let's get to it. So what are some of the issues? Issue number one is that the relationship itself could feel very suffocating. A person with lower self-esteem is like a bucket with some large holes in there. So it doesn't feel good to be empty and they want you to help them fill it up. So they want the praises, they want you to lift them up, et cetera. They want you to help them regulate. They need that attention and the approval. However, anything you give them will only make them feel okay temporarily. It might last for a day, a couple days, maybe a few hours, maybe a few minutes. But because there is a hole in their bucket, it's gonna leak out. So you're gonna constantly have to supply them and they're constantly relying on you for that validation over and over. So over time, the relationship can feel very suffocating. They're clinging onto you very hard for all their validation, and they're not able to supply themselves with acceptance and the validation. So that's unfortunately the case. And even if you try to give them as much validations as you possibly could, it will never be enough because that hole is there. Issue number two is related to issue number one, and issue number two is jealousy and insecurity. Because people who have lower self-esteem 
believe that it's their partner's job to give them that reassurance and that validation. Anytime the partner gives their time and energy to something else, some other projects, maybe a coworker spending time with an organization or with friends and family, the partner can then feel very left out and they might feel very jealous that they're losing the attention from you. The other problem is that if your partner has lower self-esteem, if you are doing well in your life, whether that's getting a promotion or your business is going really well, or you meeting more friends, etc., that can also threaten them because they feel like all of a sudden you relative to them, you've gone here and they've stayed there. And so the discrepancy got bigger. And when the discrepancy is bigger, they feel like you have a larger chance of leaving them and finding somebody better. So ironically, in this type of situation, the insecure partner actually has a likelihood of cheating. Why? Because they want to get that validation from somebody else, or they want to make you feel jealous that you might lose them. Sometimes when people have lower self-esteem, they might actually want to get attention from outside of the relationship itself. And that's another issue. Problem number three is that they might want to take you down a notch. So in a healthy relationship, what you want to see is two people working equal effort. They're trying to make the relationship better, trying to make one plus one more than two. However, in a relationship, if you have a insecure partner, they might see your success, as I mentioned earlier, as a threat. So if you're doing well relative to them, they might want to take you down a notch so that they could feel more comfortable. So in order to lessen the gap between two people, there is two ways to do it. Either they can also grow, right? And try to elevate themselves, or they can tear you down and pull you down. Now, growing to a lot of people is harder, whereas tearing it down is easier. It's sort of like if you want to be a tall building or the tallest building in town, what can you do? You can either build your building up, which takes work, or you can bomb other people's building, which is oftentimes a lot easier. So there could be a tendency of somebody who has lower self-esteem to then put you down if you are doing well or to criticize you, to try to make you feel bad. In evolutionary psychology, it's called lowering your mating value. So if they criticize you and they make you feel bad, then, and you believe them, then you actually believe that you have lower self-worth and they believe that you know, you're less likely to leave them because you don't think you're all that. So that's why they do it. Of course, they might not have studied psychology, but the effect is the same. So they will try to bring you down a notch, pour some cold water over you just to take you down a notch so that they don't feel as insecure relative to you. So issue number four, they will fear commitment. So because when you commit to something, you have to deliver. If they lack self-esteem, they lack the confidence, they might not be willing to take on a stretch assignment at work. They might not be willing to try something new like entrepreneurship because anytime you try something new, there is a much larger chance of failure. Even babies don't know how to walk, right? Everybody just tries to walk and you stumble and you try again. But if you have lower self-esteem, then you take these mistakes and failures as a vote against the self. And if they already have a low self-esteem, they feel like they cannot take that hit. So they're very unlikely to take a risk. They also might manifest in a situation where they're unwilling to take the relationship forward, whether that's you know, getting engaged or getting married or having kids. All of these steps require a commitment and a commitment requires responsibility and delivering on promises. 
So this might be another reason why you see some people that have the Peter Pan syndrome. They just seem to never want to grow up. It's not that they don't want to grow up, right? They want all the freedoms that grownups have. They just don't want the responsibilities that come with being a grown-up. So hence the uh, Peter Pan syndrome. It's not actually that cute. There is a difference between being childlike and having childlike wonders, which I hope that we all retain the curiosity, the adventure, the ability to learn and change your mind. It's a childish behavior that the Peter Pans have, where it's strictly immaturity, the lack of emotional regulation, the inability to self-reflect and learn that is not so cute. Another problem that you'll run into if you date somebody with low self-esteem is that they will play the victim card actually quite often. And this could be a huge headache for you. So if they're not doing well at work, it's always, you know, the other guy didn't work as hard. And if there is an issue in a relationship, they'll somehow flip the card and just put it all on you. So it's never them. Nothing sticks to them. They all blame it on you. If a person never takes responsibility, never admits fault, never tries to make amends, it's pretty painful to be in a relationship with somebody like that. And that's why psychologists, a lot of them even refuse to take in patients which have narcissism because one of the key narcissistic traits is the inability to self-reflect. They never think that they did anything wrong. So this is actually something that is extremely troubling and people with lower self-esteem and the reason they cannot self-reflect is because if you want to self-reflect, you have to be willing to look at the kinks and the not so beautiful places in you. And everyone has imperfections, but if somebody's self-esteem is already very low, they can become very defensive. They take even constructive and useful feedback as criticism and they're immediately defensive. Their ears immediately shut down. They cannot hear anything and they try to deflect the blame back to you. So, you know, good luck trying to have any kind of conducive conflict resolution with these people. They never own anything. They'll never make any changes and they blame you for everything. It's indeed very painful. If relationship issues is something that you deal with, you don't have to struggle alone. I would love to invite you to join me inside Tribe. Tribe is our women-only membership program where you get digital contents on relationships and we have conversations on Zoom calls and in our private Facebook groups. So you can ask your own questions and I would ha be happy to answer. And you also get community support. We have some of the most wise and compassionate women in that group. And it's really, really fun to learn together. So I hope you'll join us. And issue number six, which is the final one, is they can't communicate directly. And if you're in a relationship, any relationship, sooner or later, you're going to run into some conflicts. Even if you marry the exact replica of yourself, you're going to run into conflicts. It's just the nature of relationships. When people say, oh yeah, you know, my husband or my wife and I never fight, that's actually a red alarm. It means that one of you or both of you are not willing to bring issues up for discussion. That's not a healthy relationship. A healthy relationship has a dynamic called rupture and repair. So people disagree and you problem solve and everything moves forward again and you repair. There are some issues in marriages that are simply just not, you know, it's just differences, right? You just kind of have to sit with it. But if you can rupture and repair, you can move on with it and you're fine. It doesn't become a permanent rupture. So it's really the patching back up. That's a skill that's involved. However, people that have lower self-esteem because they are so afraid of losing their partner 
A lot of times there are people pleasers. They don't speak up. They don't set boundaries. They don't tell you what they need, but they expect you to guess it right. And they will punish you, right? Usually passive aggressively if you don't get it right. So good luck trying to get actual information and like and dislikes out of a partner with lower self-esteem. So you might feel like everything is going fine in a relationship, but a few years down the road, they suddenly blow up or worse, they might just jet out and have an affair with somebody else, right? Those are extreme circumstances, but it does happen because the anger or resentment that they have for you, they just bottle it up. They smile on the surface, but deep inside they're unhappy. So instead of communicating with you like an adult would, they bottle it inside and they let it stew, which only festers and makes it worse. So you really want to find somebody who has the courage to communicate their needs and their feelings directly and vulnerably with you. That takes a lot of courage. And unfortunately, somebody with a lower self-esteem, a lot of times just doesn't have that courage to be vulnerable. And without vulnerability, there is no connection in a relationship. I hope you find today's information helpful. As always, I create these videos for you. So I love to hear your comments to see if you've hit any of these issues, if you're dating somebody with a lower self-esteem, or if you yourself has a lower self-esteem and if you've exhibited any of these issues. I think the good news is that if you're aware of your own issues or your partner's issue, all the issues are fixable. It's just a matter of, do I want to do it? How important is it to me? And do I know how to do it? So if you want to have one-on-one -on -one coaching directly with me in the group, please join us and just check out the comments. I'll have all the information and leave me comments. I read every single one of them and it's from your comments that I created today's videos. Until next time, have a great week.